The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, plus there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everyone, you are tuning in to the AfterBuzz TV After Show for America's Got Talent. Tonight we're going to be chatting about the new host and the audition. Stay tuned, you don't want to miss it. You're tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hi everyone, and welcome to the AfterBuzz TV After Show for America's Got Talent. We had the season premiere last night, and we are all here very, very excited to talk about the new acts and our new host. I am your host for this show, and my name is Danny Golub, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Danny Golub. Fellow panelists, where can they find you if they want to chat about this show? Well, my name is Anissa Barr. You can find me at Anissa Barr. It's A-N-I-S-S-A-B-A-R-R, because that's three R's, and I'm very excited to join the panel with you guys. I, this is new for me. I'm an official host. Very exciting. And, and we got a great show for it. So Definitely. Yes. And I'm also new, guys. You can find me on Instagram at Liza.Rubin. I'm so excited. So let's get this started, Danny. Mm-hmm. Liza also has a food Instagram if you want to follow that. <laughs> you should probably check it out because it's I a do. little bit more fun. I do. Follow <laughs> me on my food account at fatbutskinnybutfat on Instagram. Also a good one. Mm-hmm. So while, while we're on, on the topic of, of food, we'll, we started off last night with one of, our, one of my favorite foods and also favorite acts. Jokeju the chicken. Jokeju the chicken. So I think we're a little torn on Jokeju right now. He played from sea to shining sea mm-hmm. on the like xylophone. Is that what that on is? On a keyboard. I think. On a keyboard. Yeah, I don't know. It it was different. And I'll be honest, this is why I watch America's Got Talent because mm-hmm. this is the kind of stuff that you only see on TV on this show in specific. What did I know Liza loved this. What do you think? Okay, I'm so sorry. I have to steal this one. He was by far my favorite act. I'm so sorry. I fell in love with him. I got really nervous at first because I was so excited. I didn't really know where they were going with it. And you saw Simon kind of get a little bit nervous and was like, okay, you're wasting my time here. And then he just busted out from Sea to Shining Sea. Like, are you joking? I know. It was, it was impressive. That bird's more patriotic than I am. <laughs> like, yeah. what? This was kind of like, I was like, okay, a chicken doing a piano. That's interesting. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you see Howie going up and raising his right hand. And I'm just like, why isn't anybody else? I'm like, oh, wait, they're from different countries. Oops. But, oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was it was different. That that's for sure. I've never seen anything like it. I've seen a lot of different animal acts on the show. I mean, I know a dog act has actually won the show before. So, I mean, 
if they're going to go anywhere with that kind of act, AGT is definitely the place to go. Yeah. So mm-hmm. all the power to them. They made it through. They I think they got four yeses. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Which they did. To be honest, I don't know if I would have given it a yes. At the same time, I don't know if I would have given it a no because I do know that they let through a lot in the first round and then it starts to become Mm -hmm. a little more strict. Mm -hmm. So I think we'll have to see if... I mean, they did say they have a whole band of playing animals. Like, they have other animals that can play different instruments. So I think if they want to go far, they're going to have to start to incorporate more and not just be like a one-trick chicken. Unintended. You know what I would like to see? If they had, like... Three little mices, probably some doing a little dance routine. Three blind mice? Three blind mice? Three blind mice, maybe, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? I think they have probably like a whole barnyard of animals that can do musical talents. I I would hope to think that they could bring more to the table than just what they did tonight because. As as fun as it was, I do think that they're going to need to be like more three dimensional mm-hmm. when the show goes on, mm-hmm. um, or learn a new song, learn a new yeah. song, maybe. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll have to see what they can what they can bring up next. Definitely. Um, the next act up was comedian Preacher Lawson, and the judges just raved about him. I mean, to me, I think they made a little bit bigger of a deal out of him than as good as I thought he was. I've mm-hmm. seen some really, really talented comedians yeah. on the show and some that have had like very successful careers after and I thought he was funny and did have great body language. But I think maybe the jokes were just a bit of a miss for me personally. Yeah, I kind of agree. I thought he was great um, in acting everything out and having the charisma and really playing out his jokes. Um, he had a lot of energy, which I liked mm-hmm. and I, I kind of gave into. I, I don't know, you got a chuckle out of me here and there, but I, I, don't, I don't really resonate with his with his acts. I, I mean, I had a few laughs, but I mean, I do agree with you guys because in the in the a promo video that they gave us, it seemed like, oh, wow, like he's going to do something hilarious. And he got a standing got, ovation, I think. Right, yeah. he did, but I feel like I wanted more out of right. him than just what he gave us. He gave us, you know, his, his grandmother, his experience mm-hmm. working at, you know, doing comedian stuff in coffee shops and stuff, but I feel like... It is the first round, but I think he could bring a little bit more to the table. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to see what he will bring, and hopefully we'll get to see more of him, because comedians and magicians are usually the reason why I watch AGT. Mm-hmm. Those are, like, my two favorites, because there isn't really a platform for them elsewhere, like there is yeah. with singing and dancing and other types of acts, so I'm hoping we see some more from him in a bigger in a bigger way. Yeah, um, I agree. The next act was... A singer, and I will start off by saying she was amazing. Her name is Yoli, mm-hmm. and she discussed like a little bit how she struggled with her weight and her body image, and I, I definitely like thought she had a great message, and I think that she is really, really talented, and I'm very glad she made it through. My one critique of this whole situation was that it felt a little staged. Mm. Yeah, I agree with you that. When you, Tyra mm-hmm. ran out and took off all yeah, the Yeah, and they took off all the jewelry, and Simon was like, stop, please change the song. Mm-hmm. That may have happened, but... That, I don't think that what we saw was the first time that that happened. You but know they have I mean? like a song on the back burner like well, that. Well, they they all have a backup song. They oh, okay. do. But I but I just feel like it went too well. Maybe she's just like really good on the spot. But she seemed a little shy and reserved. And so to be able to like recover from Simon stopping and being like no, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, again, obviously, I'm sure you yeah. guys thought she was a great singer. What do you think of her as an I, act? I thought she was great, but I feel like you know with editing anything. You can edit anything and look so great. Yeah, that's That's the power of editing. And we don't, we, you know, some of us, we weren't there. We don't know what happened. And Mm -hmm. it seemed like he, it was staged and was like, okay, stop the show. You could do better. Don't, he didn't want her to sing that specific song. So I was like, okay, so what is she going to sing? And then when she brought up the other song by, um, Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran, I was just like, 
okay, but I felt like she didn't, I, I don't know, I wanted her, her to sing the first song. Mm, interesting. Then yeah. this one. Yeah, I don't know, I was getting Adele vibes from her. Like, yeah, I really like. Right. I agree, um, yeah. But at the same time, maybe she would have had some more soul with her first choice. Um, when she went with um, Ed Sheeran's song as her backup, I, I was waiting for her to just bust it out. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know, I couldn't really get that emotion from her that mm. I really wanted. She was amazing, don't get me wrong. I just didn't see her go all the way. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I agree. And I think with singers on the show, you really have to stand out. Mm-hmm. Like, last season, Grace Vanderwall won as a singer, and she sang all originals, and she was 12, and, like, her voice was so unique and different. Mm-hmm. Whereas with this season... I'm, like, hoping we see some powerful singers like that. Something different. I mean, we'll talk about her in a little bit, but Darcy Lynn Mm -hmm. is a singer. And so doing something like that is, like, that is America's Got Talent to Mm -hmm. me. We'll chat about her towards the end. But I feel like this was something I may have seen before. Um, And, and again, she's only 21, and she's absolutely spectacular, and I'm Mm -hmm. excited to see more from her. But I think maybe it's just because I'm just coming off the voice panel, and I'm, like, (laughs) used to, like, these big, amazing musical acts that, like, this just seemed like a little staged and not as what I'm used to, but I, I mean, again, like you said, it's the first right. round, and yeah. hopefully we'll see uh, more from her. Right. Um, next up was the Man of Mystery, an escapeologist, and so this guy ends up getting four X's, I, I right. think justifiably so, but then when he comes out in the lingerie, they start revoking their X's, which which kind of bothered me. What do you think? No, it did bother me. I was like, okay. What's the he, point then? He took too long, and for him to come out like that, I don't want to seem like, I don't know how to say this, but there's children in the audience. Nobody wants to see a man in lingerie. It was a little, it made me feel a little uncomfortable. It is a family-friendly show. Yeah, it is. And then for them to take back their exes, it's like, okay, so now I want to know in their brains, what does he have to make him go to the next round after what you just saw? Like, right. I don't understand why you mm-hmm. re- reversed your I think it, made, it became comedic, which yeah. they liked. Right. Well, kind of the beauty of the show is that as much as you like to see them give everyone an X and you get to see that thrill and, you know, the contestants are so happy that, that that they get to move on, I don't know, it's kind of satisfying being like, eh, like, you're gone. Yeah. I, like, I, I kind of like watching that sometimes. You see both. I'm evil. Yeah. But, yeah, exactly, you see both sides. So when they start to, as you said, revoke the buzzers, it's like... Well, it's like their credibility kind of goes down. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, and and what what I think about these acts that I think we have to keep in mind is that you're comparing this kind of talent with like someone like you know we'll, we'll talk about them later, but some of these amazing mag- magicians we saw last night, some of these amazing musicians we saw. So it's like, how can you even compare something like that? That like I think the judges almost turn it into something comedic when maybe the the act itself didn't think they were trying to be funny. Right. I've seen that in the past on the show many times where, like, they keep going through, and I think it's... I think that there's a discrepancy of intention. Right. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think the judges, especially Howie, he really pulls into this and is like, no, this guy's a comedian. <laughs> but this guy's, like, seriously dancing. There was a guy last season who, like, would dance, and I think he thought he was a serious dancer, but Howie thought it was a comedy act. Right. And so, like, he kept going through because Howie thought it was hilarious. Right. But he wasn't trying to be funny, I don't right. think. Well, so. that's where I like Simon to step in, because Simon yeah. gives it that, like exclusivity that everyone mm-hmm. kind of craves and it, you know it just makes it that much better when he allows someone because you're like I really yeah. trust Simon's you know judgment um, 
and to see them kind of like back off I'm like Simon what are you doing like this is why yeah. I watch the show Simon, yeah speaking of Simon his son was on last oh, night so and was so so cute yeah. I, I could not get enough of him we saw him like <laughs> last season as a baby but now he's like a real person I know yeah. how, like how old is he like probably two, two. Yeah, he looks like a little older he, maybe yeah, well but... I feel like he's an old soul look at his yeah. dad <laughs> he already has like the side parted hair so just cute. like is that all he thinks he, his dad does is push a buzzer yeah we have headphones yeah. like him he was wearing the headphones in the in the yeah. sound stage because of how loud the buzzers he are. He kept but, pressing oh the buzzer God. too. So, so cute. And yeah, everyone who watched last season will know that I think Simon Cowell has come back to life as a huge hottie on this show. I agree. I don't know what happened between American Idol and America's Got Talent, but he came back and I'm like, the power or something? <laughs> I don't know, but we love Simon. I don't mind it. I don't mind, <laughs> I don't mind it. Um, speaking about the uh, judges and stuff, what did you guys think of Tyra Banks as the new host? I have to ask because Nick Cannon has been doing the hosting for years and years, and I know that there was a bit of a discrepancy with the network that's why he left and they kind of I feel like grabbed someone maybe fairly last minute with Tyra and what how do you think she did I honestly have to say that I liked Tyra Mm -hmm. um I think that Nick Cannon kind of gave it this playful, interactive vibe, and I think Tyra does that as well. Um, I was a big America's Next Top Model fan. I like the, so, the jokes they did play. Uh, she kept saying, welcome to America's Next Got Talent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. then she kept messing it up. So I think she had a good attitude. I think, you know, for those contestants that need the comforting and the families backstage, she's a really good, you know, kind of soul to vibe with and be mm-hmm. around. Um, but she's interactive with the camera. I, I loved it. There was one contestant, I'm blanking on the name, but she was just like, oh, like, this guy's so cute oh yeah um, but I think he had a wife and she was like oh damn. bummer yeah, yeah. bummer <laughs> yeah what I think is I don't I mean I do miss Nick Cannon I really do I do, do too and the thing is that's cool we have Tyra but at the same time this is this has been Nick's hosting gig since day season one and I've seen him do interviews about the show and he, you know he's okay with it he's fine with it but at the end of the day Tyra has a lot of stuff going on I'm more I see her more as like the model uh, mm-hmm. In the street, more as this. So I wish they probably hired a, a, another comedian or something. Yeah, you know else. who I was thinking of mm-hmm. um, was Wayne Brady. Would have right. been great, or like someone yeah. like Marlon from like Wayne's. Yes, Marlon Wayne's. Like or like yes. I mean, I don't know. Like it maybe in that comedy kind of category whereas like Nick Cannon is very quick on his feet and is right. always he was always the first one to get out there whereas like if someone was hula hooping he'd grab a hula hoop mm-hmm. and do it too so I'm excited to see if Tyra is able to kind of step out of her comfort zone because mm-hmm. she did help a couple of the acts last night when they're like Tyra will you come help mm-hmm. so I thought that was great that they were incorporating her and everyone who's a contestant seems excited about her so I'm willing to give her you know a fair shot I'm just the kind mm-hmm. of person I think maybe similar right. to you with TV shows where like I hate change yeah, yeah you're used to it. I've, I've been watching the show for what 10 11 12 seasons I don't even know what we're at now but yeah and to see change bugs me out a little but I think she was a good choice and I love to have a woman in that role Mm -hmm. because it's been a male lead for so long so it'll it'll be nice to see something different I'm hoping she isn't stiff you know I think she's just starting out yeah but for the most part she gives off you know that yeah she's warm and yeah yeah, exactly yeah I'm feeling it for Tyra I'm wishing the best to her um (laughs) Next up was Junior and Emily, a salsa duo. Mm. They are a brother and sister. There was a lot, a lot of spinning. I like don't know how she didn't get carsick or something from yeah. the spins and spins and spins. Um, oh, yeah. What do you think of this? This act? I loved it. I was like, oh my gosh! And I liked the backstory of this yeah. too because like they're it's now a, a, a reverse role. How the father was taking care of these kids. How the father was like, hey, you're not gonna get in trouble. I don't want you to be how it is like on the streets go ahead and do dancing and the way 
they she moved and everything. They did not miss one mm-hmm. beat. Mm-mm. No, they didn't. They did. I didn't know. Oh, amazing. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I will say that like it was mostly spinning, and I'm excited to see what other like actual like fast right. you know fast quick feet salsa movements mm-hmm. they can incorporate, and maybe some more tricks. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But I think the spinning got them through because it was really impressive. Yeah, and it you know was what? Insane. That probably was probably their own best dance performance they've ever done. So they're probably like, okay, we got to do this dance on Americans Got Talent. This one, yeah, go through. Right. it was so. like their their big trick. Yeah. Right. I will ask though, and I don't mean to sound insensitive. But what do you guys think about brother and sister salsa duos? Because there's, it is like a very sexy form of dance. And I always think this is like Derek and Julianne mm-hmm. Huff because they dance together and they have made a full-on career out of it and it is definitely possible. But they dance sexy together too. And like I just think, I don't have a brother, so maybe I just can't relate, but I think like I can't imagine dancing with my dad like that, you know, or my yeah. cousins. Yeah, like, I don't know. And they're in these like very tiny outfits. Well, his outfit like, had a cutout. And it was full chest cutout. Did, like, did it make anyone else I wasn't uncomfortable because they were great dancers and I love mm-hmm. the backstory but I think it's maybe a little bit it's different for well, me well can I right. tell you what that reminds me of is like when you watch these ice skating competitions and it's like yeah. someone from Russia or like a different country mm-hmm. and they're like brother and sisters yeah. and they've grown up together and done this so I, obviously I don't think it bothers them uh, would I dance like that with my brother um, probably not yeah I don't know. It, it didn't bother me because I literally forgot they were brother and sister when they were on the dance that's floor that's true yeah that, I mean, that's that, that was something I was like okay these guys okay yeah they're brother and sister they're they've partners. been doing it for so long right. yeah. and you know what? If they don't win this competition, I hope they end up going on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. Ooh. I mean, I, I could see them on, like, on So You Think You Dance as yeah. well or mm-hmm. something. You know, NBC has a new show that was on right after this, World of Dance, right. which I think they actually would have been really great on, on the team competition mm. on that show. Right. But, yeah, who knows? Right. Um, next up was Will Tsai. He was the illusionist. I am a big fan of Close Up Magic, and... Um, this just blew my mind. I, I've been to the Magic Castle before. I actually went with Liza. Have you ever been before? No. It's amazing. There's this place called the Magic Castle in Los Angeles where all these magicians kind of gather in this one place in Hollywood and they do close-up magic. And this guy would be like the top of the top there. Oh, yeah. I actually saw Blake Voigt from last season of America's Got Talent, who mm. we had in here, who wants to come back. So we'll oh. see you this season, Blake. We saw him at the Magic Castle. And I like, after this act, immediately want to call Blake and ask how did this guy do this? Yeah, that's the only thing that goes on in my head. He's like, don't blink. The biggest thing was don't blink. And Which, whenever someone tells I, I was me not like, to blink, I, I, I blink a hundred times. <laughs> no, I literally was like there with my eyes open. <laughs> but I still couldn't figure it out because it, it it, van- the quarters changed to petals right in front of your eyes. And I have no explanation. Yeah, Simon right. did say that this was the best close-up magic he's seen. And I take that statement very seriously because the magic is my favorite part of the show. And I can agree with him in terms of close-up magic because he didn't cover it was the most impressive right right i've never seen close-up magic before so this really blew my mind I was yeah like, oh whoa this is cool and then the coins but they had the cards where the coins go to a different yeah. spot i'm like really how is this even possible well the coins with the cards i've seen something similar to that before but then when he started doing it without the cards and they started just flashing around i literally was like looking to see if it was like a cgi board or something yeah. like how right. he was doing that but, i mean obviously it wasn't because everyone in the audience was equally stunned but it was mind-blowing so yes. I would love, love to see what this guy's going to bring next because he said he created this trick specifically for AGT, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which means he has got, like, tons more up his sleeve. And Mm -hmm. if this was, like, just the beginning, 
I can imagine that he is going to go leaps and bounds beyond right. just right. this. Right. You know what I loved most about him, too, is he had this subtle confidence. He came out, and he was kind of shy, and, you know, he was like, okay, this is my first time performing it for you guys, and I made this trick, especially for AGT. But it was so cool how he just kind of knew what he was doing, and his confidence just kind of, you know came out of him. He was he was almost a little creepy too, which worked for the magician thing. It really did because there was an act last season called the Clairvoyance and they were kind of like illusionist magicians and they have this like tone when they talk and he's like, just make sure you don't blink. Like it almost like spooks you a little in yeah, a good way. Right. And You're the Clairvoyance did that for me too. And I feel like it's almost his, his like shtick yeah. and it really worked for him and it kept me like on edge a little bit in the best way possible while watching his act. Right. Well, it's all part of the act and like you were saying, um, especially, you know, at the Magic Castle, everyone's kind of like, ooh, just watch what's next. Like, you never know. It's kind of that, like, air of mystery. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so I thought that he was amazing. Cannot wait to see what comes next. Yeah. To be honest, like, I was hitting my own personal golden buzzer for him because I was like, this guy is spectacular. The only good thing about him not getting a golden buzzer is that we get to see more of him before right. the live shows. Because Definitely. when we get a golden buzzer, then we don't get to see them for, like, a month. So it's great that we get to see yeah. more tricks from him. We'll get more from uh, Will, which will be great. He got, obviously, four mm-hmm. four yeses, standing ovation. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was amazing. Um the next act was Merrick Hanna. He was a 12-year-old dancer who did the, like, robotic-style dancing. It was really cool. What did yeah. you guys think? And I liked his T-shirt because it kind of... It, it worked with the theme. We were the, uh, yeah. You know what? Towards the end of it, I got a little emotional. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I'm not just seeing a dance. I'm literally listening to the lyrics and understanding what the story is. I and think Howie said that, too. Yeah, and the way it is, it's like... This kid is not just showing me dance moves. He's showing me a story. And this was something I've never seen before. And I really, really enjoyed it. I really did. Okay, I'm going to burst your bubble. (laughs) Okay, he's so cute and so sweet. And I love the fact that he brought in his grandma. His grandma takes dance classes. I think he said four times a week. And she was there. She's the talent. So where is she? I know. (laughs) She came out. So he was adorable and he was a great dancer. Um, I mean, the jolts that he did to, you know, reenact the moves of of a robot were fantastic. He didn't quite do it for me. I felt like... I've kind of seen this before, um, especially when you watch shows like, um, you know, so you think you can dance. A lot of the street style dancers have these amazing robotic moves. And I like I like the story he was telling, but I wasn't amazed. And for some reason, the audience kind of paused at the end and I wasn't sure where they, they were going to go. Um, I, I don't know. I'm a firm believer. And, you know, yeah, he was so cute and so sweet and good. He didn't put me over the top, though. What I will say about um, Merrick Hanna is that I hope he has more tricks Mm -hmm. up his sleeve Mm -hmm. because while this was really impressive and his body movements were very fluid and, like, he obviously has had a lot of practice in this specific type of dance, I wonder what other types of dance he can do because the reality of the situation is the winner of the show is getting a Vegas show, a residency in Las Vegas. Do I think this is a million-dollar act that's a Vegas show? No. Not quite. Do I think it's worth going through to the next round? Yes, absolutely. You know, so I'm excited to see if he is able to do any other forms of dance. The types of dance that I see having a Vegas show are usually the groups because mm-hmm. they fill more. They like, you know, Acro Army was on season nine and they like threw people up in the air, did acrobats, dancing. Like, that's the kind of stuff that I'm like, I would pay to see that mm-hmm. in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Would I pay to see him in Vegas? No. But would I love to watch him like on YouTube, having his own YouTube channel? Absolutely. Definitely. You know, so Definitely. I think that we have to also remember that AGT is just an amazing platform for people to kind of launch their careers and hopefully right. we'll get a bunch of them in here. Oftentimes, like, they love coming in and joining us. So I'll reach out to a couple of them. But I think 
this is a great space for Maricana to kind of launch his dancing career mm -hmm. and hopefully we will see more different styles from him because right, I don't right. think that the robotics will take him all the way to the end. Right. And, and the, the, one of the judges did mention like I see you in a pop video. Yeah. So, oh yeah. you know he could be in you know anyone's music I actually video agree. These days. I think that like if he was in a music video they could like cut to him at like the rap yeah. and he could oh, be yeah. like doing his thing. You yeah. Know? yeah. Totally. Definitely. Totally. The floor work kind of reminded me of Justin Bieber so yeah, maybe, that's what I was maybe he has a voice under <laughs> under knows? there. Well, Who knows? I'd like to see if he could baby, sing too. Baby Bieber. Yeah, baby, baby Bieber. He's like only and 12. his grandma. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. Um, next act was my uh, personal favorite of the night was Denio Adita, the escape artist, and he had this like Harry Houdini modern vibe for me. Mm -hmm. He locked himself in a bin basically through his neck, hands, feet, everything, and had the 900 pounds of sand above his head. And apparently if he didn't get out within two minutes, he was going to die and it was going to fall right on him. And he blew my mind. I watched this one like three times and I still do not know how he did it because he manages to get out and come all the way around and smash the glass. He was so sly. Mind blown. And his poor wife, I don't know if she was acting or if she was genuine, but I felt bad for her either way. Mm -hmm. She was full on panicked because two minutes and then all the sand was going to crush him. The, the judges were in shock. Mm -hmm. Simon even goes like, gosh, I thought I should get up there and help. Like, I'm just going to watch you die. Like, Simon, this is his franchise. He's like, I don't want to get sued. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. I think it's, that's an interesting place for the judges because, like, I know Howie was kind of like, uh, I don't, do I go on stage? Do I help this kid? How do I help this guy? Yeah, well, you know last I mean? season there was a live accident, which, oh. like, literally set me over the edge. I was watching this live here at After Buzz and I freaked out. Basically, there was an act where this guy does sword swallowing, mm -hmm. and then he had, like, this apple on his head. Do you remember that? And then someone shot the fire bow arrow at him while they were blindfolded. The fire bow arrow was supposed to hit the apple, but it hit him on the arm. So he got literally shot in the arm with a fire arrow while he had a sword down his throat, and the sword, like, moved because he jolted. I was, like, in panic. They had, Nick Cannon was amazing, and they, like, cut them to commercial break. The paramedics came on, and apparently he was okay, but he comes back <laughs> on camera, he's like, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm like, you're not okay. But, with, like, a full-on, like, yeah, like, not well. He did, did not they disqualify well. him? They, they did. They're like, you should not keep performing because this is, like, not safe for you. Right. So I think that the it's the same four coaches as last season, or judges. Sorry, I'm, I'm voice mode still. Same four judges as last season who saw that happen. So I can imagine that they're going to now be on edge from now on because that was on live TV. Right. You can't make that stuff up. Yeah. It was, like, trending on Twitter. Um, so when I saw this, I thought maybe we were seeing something like that. I was, like, panicked. Right. Right. I mean, that's live TV free. That's part of the yeah, excitement. Is. Not that, you know, we're excited that anyone could possibly no, but get hurt. But there are a lot of danger acts on Exactly. AGT. And that's how you know these guys are legit. Um, you know, it's, you know, these are acts. Right. It could happen. This yeah. I've seen before. Um, I'm a big Chris Angel fan. Yes. I love so Chris Angel. This, this reminds yes. me a lot of a Chris Angel type Even his of look, act. kind of. Yeah. yeah. He was hot. Exactly. I mean, I, I was kind of going off the script here, but Chris Angel did a, a, a stunt where he was in a building, it's going to blow up, he's going to release it, or he's been locked up, whatever. That's how I kind of felt with him. So with seeing this, I'm just like, oh, okay, so Chris Angel, Harry Houdini. David Blaine does yeah, stuff David like Blaine this Yeah, David Blaine thing. So I'm like, okay, cool. I mean, it, was a, it wasn't sh yeah. as shocking to you. Yeah, mm -hmm. I can understand that. I mean, I think for me, it's just like I just eat this stuff up and like <laughs> totally love it. And I was like hitting my personal golden buzzer again because I love all the magicians. They're usually my favorite. And this is like sort of an illusionist escape artist. But yeah, right. it is very similar to those types yeah. of acts. Whereas I think that Will did something that I haven't seen before. Mm -hmm. I think that maybe Daniel did something that was 
maybe a little bit more trite, but still mind-blowing and something that we haven't necessarily seen on AGT in specific. Mm-hmm. So kind of made him stand out. Um, I agree. Next was Puddle's Pity Party, which was confusing, to say the least. I didn't really get what was happening at first, and it was like kind of just sad. But then all of a sudden, he's like a very talented singer who sang Chandelier. Right. And I still don't fully get it. Maybe yeah. I missed the point. I mean, there have been people that have had, like, characters before, like, Piff the Magic Dragon was, like, a comedian slash magician, and he was great and had his, like, costume he wore every week. Yeah. I don't know if that's what this is. I mean, when I saw it, I'm just like, he's, they make him cry and everything, so at first I thought it was, he like, was um, crying, like, he? like, he sort was real miming? crying and yeah. faking. Yes, exactly. So I thought this was going to be, like, a clown miming type of skit, and then when he sang, I was like, oh, my God. But then again, I'm confused. Why would you wear... What's what's the whole deal with the clown and then you singing? I, I, don't, I still don't understand. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I'm, I'm not a personal fan of clowns. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so this wasn't up my alley. Um, but like you said, a lot of the times you get singers on this show and they have to be different. They have to mm-hmm. stand out somehow. Mm, I don't know if this was really the way yeah. to do it. Maybe uh, like pick a favorite hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great voice. Don't really get me wrong. Talented, Amazing yeah. voice. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't really do it for me. I wonder if he's mm-hmm. going to stick to the shtick the whole way through the same way that someone like Tape Face did last year where he wore the tape mm-hmm. on his face and didn't speak the whole season. Like I wonder if like he's going to stick with the mime thing while he's not singing or if like if we're going to see him look how he actually looks next week, I don't I don't really know. I mean, well, I did love his voice. It kind of gave me a classic, like, uh, I don't, I want to say 40, like 30s, 40s style voice. Mm-hmm, yeah. Very, very old school. And I was like pretty blown away how, because that's a really hard, hard song yeah, to sing. Yeah, Sia is not easy to cover. So that, I'm, I applaud him for that's doing true. it. You know what I also do appreciate is I didn't know all the lyrics. I couldn't really understand them until he sang them. I was like, oh, that's what that says. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So I kind of appreciate it. a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then the last act of the night, but certainly not least, was our golden buzzer, mm-hmm. Darcy Lynn and Petunia, of course. <laughs> um, she is a singing ventriloquist, which I have not seen on the show, but ventriloquists have won the show. Terry Fader is one of the most famous ventriloquists in Vegas, and he was a winner of AGT and has a residency still there. Um, so ventriloquy is something that I usually see older dudes doing so it was awesome to see like a 12 year old girl doing Mm -hmm. it she was like yeah trying to keep that art form alive which was great and to see someone sing while doing it was even more impressive and still be able to have a good singing voice while not even opening her mouth Mm -hmm. and what do you think? I I was blown away I've never seen that before but I don't think this is a Vegas type show act yeah Hmm. I don't think so I think she's more of a like uh, like a tour type of act more than just a Vegas show. Yeah, I mean they did they do sometimes like fix it up. Like when Grace won and she was twelve years old, they didn't think it was like maybe the most appropriate for have residency. Mm-hmm. They kind of made it like an AGT show in Vegas and had right. it be like one of the bits. So yeah, I think that like with certain acts, I do agree. But at the same time, like where else would someone like her go to yeah. perform this kind of? You know, she was right. on Little Big Shots as well, if anyone oh. uh, yeah, d- knows that show. That's uh, with Steve Harvey. She was on that and did this act on there. So I'm sure that's kind of where NBC found her and was like, yeah. hey, do you want to go on AGT? Right. Ah. Well, you know what? I think she could easily be incorporated, like you were saying, into a bigger act. Yeah. Um, I don't think people would be de- disappointed at all. And she was no. so cute and she had the personality. and She did. She, she was, was so charming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, charming. I loved her. Yeah, she was very, very lovable. And I'm excited to see more from her. She's just like cute as can be and seems mm-hmm. so sweet and like genuine and 
humble and yeah. actually is very talented and is doing something that is just so out of the norm for kids her age. Like, mm-hmm. 12-year-old girls now are, like, on Instagram posting weird pictures of themselves. Skinny too. Yeah, I'm happy to see a nice, wholesome 12-year-old girl picking up a really cool, unique, different hobby that she's able to do and have success with that makes her cool. Right. See, I think that is where um, she differs from Puddles the Clown because Puddles tried to do something different and it didn't really work and she tried to do something different with her singing and it worked Mm -hmm. so well, you know? So Mm -hmm. I love that kind of um, different, you know, route that she went with it yeah I, I thought she did great I also think that she will I mean I think she'll go probably at the top three. Oh, you at think? the end I think she'll go to top three but probably won't win it yeah I but if she wins it far. I'll be surprised making your bracket yeah, yeah. yeah. well while, while we're on the subject why don't we do some predictions um out of the acts that went through tonight who do you see going very far is yours her for her and as well as the dancer the brother and sister dancers got it um That's, emily and junior i think yeah, their names were i think um G- emily and junior will probably i already predict they'll probably be in the final two. Oh, you think yeah. wow mm-hmm. <laughs> okay Okay. We have a lot more auditions to go. I know. But yeah, we got two out of the final three. Yeah. So far. yeah, seriously, we're doing we're doing <laughs> well going, already. I'm going going all the way. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Uh, Liz, anyone that you think? Okay, I think Will will go very far, yeah. especially if he can create you know original magic tricks throughout the entire show. Mm-hmm. I think that'll make him you know just a step above the other magicians. Um, you know, Daniel was his name. Yeah, Daniel. Yeah, Daniel. I thought was amazing. And my favorite chicken, Joku. Joku. <laughs> yeah. If he learns a new song. If he learns a new song and incorporates maybe, like, his friends. Um, and then, yeah, I, I think for me, out of tonight, I would I would go with Will and Daniel as well, um, the two magicians slash escape artist types. But, again, like, I might be biased because that's my favorite part of the show. So when you hear from me and you hear that, that's probably about right. But... There are usually, like, singing groups I like and dancing groups I like. I mean, like I said, Acro Army was, like, one of my favorite on this show. And last season we had, like, that family that sang together. I loved them. So, yeah, we usually get some good groups of of singers and stuff. So I'm excited to see more of that. And I'm excited to see more great dancing and, you know – there's always a lot of surprises on AGT. Like, you don't turn on your TV on a Tuesday night and be like, I'm going to see a chicken play piano, you know? Right, true. Yeah. So it, it's it's one of my favorite shows because you get to kind of just see anything and you never know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see next week's uh, auditions. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I, I'm excited to see what we get from, you know, more golden buzzers and stuff. Those are always really fun. And I cry every time there's a golden buzzer. <laughs> By the way, like, I don't even care if I don't like the act. The emotional moment of it and seeing them and then their family, like, I cry every time. Right. Yeah. It's just an amazing, you know, sight to see. It, it is. Yeah. Fair. And I hope next week we see more dance groups because we didn't get this. Uh, we had one. Yeah. Well, we had the individual dancers. Yeah, as well. But, like, they also cut it off, like, oh, you're not, you're not the great. You know, you can work hard, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We, we but, did see some montages mm-hmm. this week as well of, like, right. you know, I, I only kind of went through and talked about, you know, the acts that made it or the acts right. that didn't make it. But there were also, like, montages. They, they do this on AGT where they do, like, a bit of like five people in one minute so I, they didn't even give all of their names or anything no. but yeah they kind of blow through some of those um, which are always fun to see they're usually mm-hmm. they do that rather than like single out people and make fun of them you right. know when, when acts are kind of weaker they'll just show them in that way so right. they get their mm-hmm. moment but but yeah um, so that is all we have for this week if anyone would like to continue the conversation with you guys about any of these acts on social media where can they find you 
Well, you can find me at Liza.Rubin on Instagram. Or if you want some fun food, you can follow me at yeah, Fat But Skinny But Fat Won't Disappoint on Instagram. <laughs> and you guys can follow me at Anissa Bar with three R's at the end. On all social media sites, it's A-N-I-S-S-A-B-A-R-R-R. So I'm excited to for next week and... Let's keep the conversation going. And as always, I'm your host. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Danny Golub. I am very excited for a fun, new, exciting season of AGT with our new host and some new acts. And we will be back uh, to chat more about this next time. Thanks. Bye, guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz here later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 